It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, we're driving a Pinto, we're driving a Mercedes. I must admit, I'm too cold to hold, I'm too hot to handle, but I must admit I'm too legit to quit. And with that said, welcome to the newest episode of Inspired with Christopher. That's right. I'm back with a vengeance. This is episode number four. And um, and I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, uh, with with everybody out there, that has been so, so, so supportive of this passion project for me. Thank you so much because um, you guys have no clue uh, how much it means to me. Um, and um, something I just want to say is that if I can just inspire one person from doing this and and, and like help lead them in, in a good positive direction, then I feel like that I've accomplished my goal. So um, I'm extremely happy and blessed to hear that uh, people are being affected in the way that they are. Anyways, um, a, a few things, uh, and uh, that is my wife and kids, they're doing fantastic. Uh, my uh, wife just got, uh, well, well, I take that back. Okay, my uh, wife is struggling with a... Uh, with like a about of the shingles so i ask everybody out there like to pray for her um she she's slowly but surely getting over it but honestly it's it's uh, not that fun to deal with um but also as well um um my uh my my kids james and angel like they're doing very very well um you you know like they're doing like the normal kid stuff uh uh, but at the same time, though, I love them to death, even though they drive me bat crap crazy. But anyways, um, I can imagine, like, with with all the parents that listen to this, that it's the same way. So, um, whenever I was praying on, like, a topic tonight, um, I was thinking... Oh, excuse me. I just burped a little bit. Um, I, I, I was thinking to myself... Um, what am I going to talk about? Be, because I was praying about it, and uh, and I was honestly drawing a blank on things. Um, then it hit me today uh, while I was at work. Be, um, while I was talking to somebody at the counter, because I work at a deli um, at a local grocery store here in Myrtle Beach called Food Line, and um. While while at the deli counter, um, 
there was a person that was being very, very rude to me, and and like they were being very rude and very judgmental towards me uh, because they were very, very, very ignorant. Whenever it came to not fully, uh, fully understanding the fact that I struggle with a speech impediment, um, that that I stutter, and um, and uh, on a daily basis, uh, that's something that I, that is a obstacle that I have to deal with. Uh, that is a problem that I have to deal with, and um, with that comes fear. Um, Mainly, like the fear of rejection, and like the fear, and 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 like the fear of not coming, not coming across as as intelligent as I would like, because I'm because I'm extremely self conscious about that. Because there's a big misconception that like a lot of people don't realize is just because I'm slow to speak, it doesn't mean that I'm slow to think. Um, because I'm actually a, a, a fairly smart guy, and uh, but unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that don't see it that way, and um, and uh, which I'm not gonna get mad, but I'm gonna pray for those people because I used to be in the same exact position that you're in, because before I became a Christian and before I had the speech impediment, I. I I was very judgmental of others with disabilities and very judgmental of people with differences. Um, no, it wasn't the way that I was raised because like I've said in previous episodes, um, I, I had fantastic parents. They weren't perfect, but they taught me right from wrong and they taught me how to be a stand-up great person with great morals and someone that can contribute to the world and to make a difference so in that aspect they did a great job but due to things like peer pressure and due and due to trying to fit in like with other people i tried to copy other people's ways and unfortunately um i came across as extremely cold-hearted uh very 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 ignorant and and extremely heartless and um little did i realize like a couple of years later whenever um whenever god kind of used his speech impediment to straighten me up a little bit only then did i realize that it was wrong the way that i was acting and um, with my stutter, like a lot of people ask me, um, how did you get it? Okay. Um, and which, which I just want to let, let everybody know, um, it doesn't offend me um, because there's a lot of people that think that I'm offended uh, whenever like they ask me that. It doesn't bother me no more. So basically what happened was whenever I was around 12 years old, my uh, dad was dropping me and me and me and me and my brother off at school. My brother was in high school at the time, and I was in middle school, um, which I was in seventh grade, I believe, and and my brother was in uh, either tenth or eleventh grade. But it happened was right after um, my um, 
my uh, dad dropped off my brother at the high school. Um, my dad was driving me back to the middle school because, like, the high school that, like, they went in earlier than the, uh, than, uh, wait, 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 hold on a second. Like, the high school went in earlier than the middle school. And, uh, my dad was sitting at a light and, um, he saw out of his, uh, rear view mirror that was a lady that was driving a truck that, that wasn't paying, paying attention and, and uh she um was driving at a very very fast speed so knowing this and knowing that like my father was stuck in traffic my dad did the did the uh, did the only thing that he could do so he turned around he tried to brace me and um and and the car rear-ended us going at 55 miles an hour um um the the impact it ended up breaking my dad's neck which he dealt with the issue until the day that he died because due to the fear of getting surgery um my father uh, chose to deal with pain for the rest of his life and which his neck never really healed properly and um uh, for for me um the car accident caused me to have a contusion on my brain um which for people that don't know what a contusion is that is the sw a spot that swells up on a certain part of your brain and sometimes it causes things like seizures and and it causes speech impediments and it causes bleeding and it causes all kinds of problems but for me, it caused me to have a temporary case of epilepsy, and it caused me to have a speech impediment. So as the swelling uh, went down, um, the seizures that I had as a result, um, they went away. But unfortunately, um, the spot didn't go away like 100%. So it actually it, it it ended up causing me to have my stutter, um, which I have to this day. Um, so so I've so I've dealt with the speech impediment for the past eighteen years, and um, something I want to say to everybody out there um, is that I pray that it doesn't take something like this happening for you to appreciate and to learn to respect the differences of others because i know for me not that i'm saying that god is punishing me but i feel like sometimes god lets things like this happen to 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 open up our eyes to give us a different view and to give us a different perspective and that is a obstacle that I deal with on a daily basis, and which which I must admit that there's days that I dread going to work. There's days that I dread going out in public because I'm afraid of what what certain people might say and what people might think, and that's a fear that I have. Uh, to this day that's an insecurity that i have and um 
I can't believe I'm admitting that, but I definitely hope that that helps it, that that helps you guys feel comfortable in knowing that it's okay to admit that you're scared of something, that it's okay to admit that you have certain fears due to certain imperfections in your life. That's like um that's like with my teeth. Um, I'm very, very self-conscious of my teeth because they're not in the best condition. That's why for all of you out there that are friends with me on Facebook and Twitter, you're going to notice that I don't show my teeth in pictures. I don't smile showing my teeth because I'm quite frankly embarrassed of them. But that's a personal obstacle that I have to overcome. Um, because I have to be comfortable in my own skin enough to realize that ultimately if if others are going to judge me based off my disabilities or, or like certain physical, um, physical attributes that that's their problem and not mine. So... Those are some uh, fears that I have, and and like my speech impediment. That is a, that's a, that's an example of a obstacle that I deal with on a daily basis. Plus, on top of that, I, I, I suffer from a condition known as spinal stenosis and degenerative disc disease, which basically what that means is that. The disc in my spinal cord, like they're slowly deteriorating to the point that, um, that eventually one day, if I, if I don't take care of myself better and if I don't, um, get surgery, that I'm eventually going to end up in a wheelchair. And just keep this in mind that I'm only 30 years old. There's days that my wife has to physically get me out of bed and dress me and tie my shoes. But but ultimately, I recognize, hey, there's people that are worse off than me. So, so, so no, I will not complain. But I will be grateful for, for what I struggle with. There's more good than bad. Because yes, I do struggle with these disabilities, but but I do recognize that like the woman that I wake up next to is my best friend, my partner, my, the wind beneath my wings, my everything, my wife, Priscilla, and she is the one that shows me what unconditional love is. And she doesn't judge me for my speech impediment. She she doesn't judge me for like my teeth. She doesn't judge me because she has to dress me on certain days and tie my shoes on certain days because I can't bend over. She loves me unconditionally. And she is a shining example of, in certain ways, what we should try to be. And and like what we should strive to be like, which is regardless of circumstance and re, regardless of faults, that we don't need to love each other. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. 
scratch that. We don't need to judge each other, but we need to love each other. And something that I would love to know is with with everybody listening, what are some obstacles that you're going through? What are some fears due to those obstacles that are holding you back from fulfilling your potential? Because I promise you, as promised by God, every person walking on this earth, God has big plans for. God has plans so big beyond your wildest imagination that you can't even comprehend it, okay? Everybody here, you guys are meant to shake. You guys are meant to make a dent. You guys are meant to make an impact on the world that would change lives for the better. Because honestly, if all of us were following God the way that we should, our world, our world would look completely different. There wouldn't be starving children. There wouldn't be homeless people. There wouldn't be veterans that are struggling to get their benefits. There wouldn't be greed the way it is. There wouldn't be gluttony the way the way it is. Like there wouldn't be lust like the way there is. Like there wouldn't be divorces. There wouldn't be chain spouses. There. Wouldn't be broken homes. I mean, just if if we were loving the way that God initially intended it to be, things would be so, so unbelievably different. And I just want to encourage everybody here. Hey, take that into perspective that you need to... Stop passing judgment on others because of differences. And and instead of passing judgment, scratch that. Scratch the judgment and write in love. Because when, because when it all comes down to it, ladies and gentlemen, we are one giant, a big giant family here on earth. Okay? We are of different shades, creeds, sexes, you name it. We are all different. We are like a giant kaleidoscope that God has made. And it's so beautiful. It really, really is. If everybody were just to step back and just see things for the way they should be, and um, you would be amazed and blown away. But anyways, um, also another another example of an obstacle that I have to deal with on a fairly regular basis is that um, uh, hold on, how do I uh, say this? Okay, I, I, another obstacle that I that that I have to deal with on a daily basis is the temptation to use uh, pain pills, which I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, After the passing of my father, I became extremely addicted to uh, a a painkiller known as Percocet. 
And um, which I was prescribed Percocet uh, due to me going to pain management um, for really, like my neck and spine issues. But it got to the point that I that it, like the Percocet stopped working uh, w- when it came to my pain and and I simply just started taking it to get high and to just zone out and to just try to avoid everything and um which unfortunately that had some negative uh, negative effects because not because because not only did it affect my marriage but it also uh, affected the way that I parented my kids and and I feel really, really bad about that because I made that selfish choice. Because there's a right way and a wrong way, like to handle s- situations like death. And um, and unfortunately, like the crutch that I used were pills. Um, fortunately, um, I was able to kick my addiction. Um, and now I am taking a me- medication that is non-addictive and and it's a non non-opioid and it and it actually helps me um, a lot better than what the pain pill did. So for that, I'm grateful. Um, and uh, people. People ask me, well, what was your rock bottom moment? Like, what did it take for you to realize um, that you needed help? And uh, for me, I realized that uh, whenever um, my uh, daughter would come up to me and she and I and and she would ask me to play. Um, I would simply, um, hold on a second. Anyways, I'm sorry. I had like a tiny brain fart there, but, uh, like I was saying is that it got to the point to where my daughter came up to me. She came up to me one day while I was laying in bed and she started crying and said, daddy, all you do is lay in bed all day and you don't spend no time with me. And my son felt the same exact way and like and like something that i've always prided myself on is being a good dad but unfortunately due to that addiction that took part of that away and um and and i felt horrible about it i felt guilty but i knew through that rock bottom so to speak through that recognition I knew that I had an opportunity yes I had that obstacle in my way yes I was scared and fearful that my kids would think less of me but God gave me the opportunity to take those steps to to correct that see see at that moment i realized that god god gave me like another opportunity to correct a situation to correct a a obstacle that i made myself 
So through all that, I um went to the doctor. Like I sat down, like with the doctor, and I started crying. I was bawling my eyes out, and I said, "I'm addicted to this." And through this, not only is it not helping my pain, but I'm simply taking it to not get sick. I'm simply taking it to use it as a crutch to 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 avoid the depression that I was suffering due to the death of my father at the time. And in the process, I was neglecting my wife and children emotionally through that. So, th- by the grace of God, I-, I was able to take the steps to fix that. And, um, to, to this day, my daughter and my son and my wife say, thank you so much for doing that for us. And, um, I, I just want to say thank you, God, for giving me the strength to overcome that as well. And which some of you listening might struggle with, with, with addictions to things like drugs and alcohol and, uh, pornography and uh things like that but i just want to promise you that there's nothing too strong that god can't handle there's nothing that you can't overcome with god by your side and i just want to pray for you that if you're struggling and you don't know where to turn and let's say you don't believe in god i just want to like to let you know that i'm not here to pass judgment but I'm here like to let you know that I am here for you. If the people that are listening right now, if you're struggling and you want somebody to talk to, speak to me on Facebook, speak to me on Twitter. Um, my Twitter is IamCHM911. My, my, my Facebook, just look up Christopher Howard Martin. And if you guys even want to email me, it is IamCHM911 at gmail.com. I promise you that I will keep the conversation between us two. But I want to hear from you guys. And, and I want to know about your struggles. Because, because at, like the Bible says, as... One, as we, as iron sharpens iron, we sharpen each other with, with like, with, with the more, with the more vulnerable we become, the stronger we can become. And, um, something else that I wanted to say to you guys, another obstacle that I struggled with for many, many years that I was scared to come out and say, which I didn't tell my um my parents until many years later for fear of um my father literally murdering somebody is the fact I was molested um at a young age um as a matter of fact it happened between two different individuals. Um, and um, 
and I just want to say that, uh, yes, I did struggle with those issues. Yes, I did have emotional problems to, to, to where I, 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 that I felt guilty because I was confused because I was thinking, well, maybe I did something to deserve it. Maybe I am not valued and loved and which like that that partially led to me becoming a, a atheist at a young age and um which uh which to everybody out there just please don't judge me because I'm being vulnerable here um it happened uh the fir- the first time it occurred um me and my family, we were living up in Baltimore, Maryland at the time. Uh, my mom, my dad, my brother, and me, we were living in a uh, farmhouse um, in a small town outside of Baltimore called uh, White Marsh. And um, we had a, uh, there was a gentleman that my dad knew that uh, needed a place to stay. So we had like a big attic and, um, and, uh, and uh we let him stay so basically what happened was after like a few months of staying um there was a few times that i would go upstairs while like my mom and while like my mom and dad and my brother weren't there um and um and um this gentleman which i'm not going to say like his name but but like but like this gentleman um he went on to take an advantage of me um and he tried to convince me that it, that it was normal and and that and and that i should like it and um I felt violated, I felt disgusted, I felt ashamed, and, um, on that very day, my innocence was taken away. And then it happened again, um, about, say, about two years later, but, um, this actually happened with a family member, um, um, that I just recently, um, spoke about that, what, that was involved with my mother being murdered. And, uh, that was my uncle. Um, I'm not going to go into deep detail about what happened there, but, um, but I was taken advantage of, and once again, my innocence was taken away. And I felt guilt for so many years over what happened to me. And I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I was trash. And I felt disgusting. And little did I realize that it wasn't my fault that you can't control people. And I started to think about it from a godly perspective. 
and I eventually forgave them. Because I'm thinking to myself, yes, what they did was wrong. There's no excuse for it. But also, something probably happened to them growing up that led to them displaying that unacceptable behavior that led to taking the innocence away from a child that did not deserve it. And I just want to let you guys know, once again, I'm going to be open, honest, and transparent. Because I want you guys to realize that you're going to go through life and you're going to get scars. But that doesn't mean you can, those scars are, can, that doesn't mean that those scars will hold you back from fulfilling your fullest potential that God has given you. And yes, I stutter. Yes, I have neck and back issues. Yes, I have learning disabilities. And yes, I was violated as a child. But I'm not but but not once since God came into the picture have I let it get in the way of Fulfilling my potential. Yes, I've had roadblocks here, there, and everywhere. Yes, I've procrastinated. Yes, I've tried to justify things. Yes, I have made up excuses to why I I shouldn't do things. But every step of the way, God has provided me the opportunities. God has always opened those doors for me and say and says to me, "My child, I know you've gone through a lot, but I love you and you are valued and you are a wonderful, beautiful reflection of my creations. So please don't don't cut yourself down." Don't tell yourself that you're less than because you're not. And the same goes for every single person that's listening. Every struggle that you've gone through, guess what? God knows about it. Every issue, every scar, God knows about it. And I promise you, if you feel that anger inside, if you feel that frustration, if you feel that hatred, I promise you Jesus Christ can heal you of that. He's the only one that can do that. I'm a walking, talking example and testimony to that. And as I've gotten older, God is putting more, well, God put more obstacles, well, okay, there were more obstacles put in my way. Whenever I met my wife, um, I fell head over heels for her. Um, just she's 
wow, she took she took my breath away. Uh, literally, like within seven months after we we started dating, like we 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 got married. Um, and um, whenever like whenever I met her, she said to me, um, "I hope you don't mind, but I have a son." And, uh, which I consider him my son now, um, James, and, uh, which I brag about him a lot. Uh, and, uh, James was three at the time. So, like, my, my initial re- 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 reaction was, you know what? This is going to be a challenge. But, God's already given me, like, a ready made family. And God, has given me not one blessing with my wife, but two with my son. And um, and unfortunately, with m- m- my son's biological father, his loss was my gain. And um, we fell in love. We fell head over heels. Uh, literally... Within our first year of marriage, we moved 13 different times, like, within our first year, okay? We scratched, we clawed, we barely scraped by, okay? And uh, literally, like, we were doing paycheck to paycheck. I mean, there there were weeks and months that, like, we had no clue how we were going to pay our bills. But, but as crazy as it is, God... God always came through, and which I know a lot of you people are going to say, okay, that's great, that's easier said than done. Please, please elaborate on how God made that possible, and how God gave that to you. All right. God, he is not a genie. He will not randomly just give out stuff, okay? He will give you the opportunity to to better yourself he will give you chances to better yourself for example okay let's say me me and my wife uh there there were many many times that we were baffled and wondering okay where is our next um where 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 it come from how 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 are we gonna play the light bill how are we gonna pay rent? I kid you not. Literally, like within, if not like a few hours, but but like a day or so after we prayed to God, I would normally get like a phone call from my boss saying, "Hey, Chris, do you want some extra hours?" And guess what? That's God right there saying to me, "Hey, don't you worry." As long as you believe in me, I'll I'll take care of you, okay? There's times where I went into work and I I wasn't doing things that I really, really liked. In particular, as like a lot of you can relate to. Because back then, um, I was a a cashier, um, a, a bagger, and um and 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 uh, plus I uh, worked at a restaurant called the Noisy Oyster which was like a uh, raven steamed raw bar um which I was the um which I was the busser 
and and I and and I would do the dishes. So um, basically, what would happen is that God was so good that let's say we were short on hours at Foodline, which is the company that I still work for, which is a grocery store like that's located here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and it's uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia. Tennessee, Florida, uh, Virginia, some parts of Pennsylvania, Maryland. Um, it, 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 it's a pretty big chain th- th- throughout the southeast. But anyways, um, uh, normally uh, here here in Myrtle Beach, our big our big industry here is uh, tourism. So through the tourism, um, we have our busy times and our slow times, okay? Our busy times are normally from April through the end the the end of October. So from like November through March, uh the our work hours are few and far between. So like let's say I were to average around 40 to 50 hours a week um, during the busy times, things would slow down so much that I would be lucky if 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 I were to get 15 to 20. So that's where the noisy oyster came into play. Cause it's, because I kid you not, anytime I'm short on hours at Food Line, God answered my prayers with the noisy oyster and my and and I was able to make up my hours at the restaurant. So, but thankfully, God gave me those opportunities and gave me like enough sense to think to myself, "Hey, you have to have a backup plan for your family. I will give you the the opportunity as long as you go out and do it." And that's how it works, okay? And, um, but, but anyways, we were barely scraping by, but we were making it, okay? God was a foundation for our marriage and for, and for uh, our family, which he still is. And so, like, we were barely scraping by, like, our first year of marriage, and, um, we were trying to have a child, okay? Um, and prior to my wife being like with me, she went through two miscarriages with with, with my son's bio, biological uh, father. And uh, she told me this going in, saying, well, 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 I suffer from a condition called endometriosis. And um, for people that don't know what that is, uh, that is a buildup of scar tissue. Um, um, it is scar tissues and it's, uh, scar tissues, ulcers, and just basically, um, just, uh, just, it feels like barbed wire being wrapped, wrapped around your, your bowel and your uterus. Okay. And it's very difficult to conceive children with that condition. So my wife said to me, sweetie, I don't want you to hold this against me, but, but like, I might not be able to give you a child. 
And I said to her, I'm going to love you no matter what. And if God wants us to have a child, he will bless us. Okay. So we got pregnant the first time we were so excited. Right. And, um, a few weeks in, uh, we went to the doctor, um, we couldn't find a heartbeat. So we went through our first miscarriage together. Um, a few months later, we were pregnant again. God, I was excited. It was wonderful. Another miscarriage, um, which basically like the spinal cord had developed, um, part of the skull, like had developed, but once again, there was no heartbeat. And then it happened a third. And I kid you not. I had pain from the struggles as a child. But nothing hurt worse than losing those children. I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. That's another obstacle that was put in our way. That was put in my way. And my wife said to me after the third miscarriage, honey, we're going to try this one last time. And while sitting in the doctor's office, we prayed to God and said, God, if we are meant to have a child, then let it be. Let us experience the joy of having a child together. If it's your will, then God, thank you. If it's not your will, thank you anyways. Just the fact that we have our son, that's a blessing enough. So so after the three miscarriages, um, we were scared. Okay. Um, a few months later, my wife got pregnant and, um, she, uh, she suffered from a condition on top of her, um, endometriosis called hyperemesis gravidarum, which basically you are, it's nonstop morning sickness on steroids 24 hours a day. And it's nonstop vomiting. So basically, my wife would vomit up to 60 times a day. I, I kid you not. Uh, we would go to the hospital on a weekly basis. Uh, three to four times a week. Just so she would get fluids for dehydration. And 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 I sat down like with her one day. and And I said to her, do you really want to continue with this? And she said to me, I can easily give up, but but at this moment, there's nothing I want more in this life than to give you this child. And she said that it might kill me, but you will get your child. My wife at that moment showed me the true definition of unconditional love. And she said, I know down in my heart, God, God, God will watch out for me. Whether that means the baby's going to get here and I don't make it or we both make it. God's watching out for me. So 
after being scared for eight months, I went to work one day. My wife said that she wasn't feeling too well, but she's been saying that a lot. So like, so I said, honey, all right, just, um, sit back, relax, just try to get some rest and just, um, you can, uh, if anything goes on, just call me at work. Right. And, uh, little, little did I realize that I was having a baby that day. No, my wife was having a baby that day. And, um, so I get like a phone call from work. My phone's being blown up and, and like my brother, my brother-in-law, Adam is calling me because like, apparently what happened was as soon as I left for work, my wife fell into a seizure. Um, and like my brother-in-law rushed her to the hospital. And um my wife fell into a seizure, she lost consciousness, and um she was blacking out. Um and 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 her blood pressure was dropping and her heart rate was dropping. And so was my daughter's. And my wife being stubborn as she is even during that time going in it in and out of consciousness says we're not taking this baby out uh, until my husband gets here and as soon as i get the phone call for the uh, for like my wife giving birth um i'm running down a major highway uh which which like a big highway here it's called 501 running down 501 because we only had one car um and like my brother-in-law um saw me running down the highway and he went from the hospital to my house which is normally like a 15 minute drive he made it like within like eight minutes i mean he was hauling butt and um he picked me up we uh, got back there in like 10 minutes and like and and as soon and as soon as uh and as soon as um i got to the hospital they suited me up and um and and like they rushed me into the 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 operating room with my wife um and um just looking at her my wife laying there even though she was struggling she was so beautiful okay i mean it's hard to describe it but but like the beauty of somebody going out of their way to show you that unconditional love even through that fear even through those obstacles it was darn near almost a godlike love my wife was giving me. So my wife, um, they did a C-section with her. Uh, my daughter was cut out. Um, Angel, um, Angel Michelle Martin, like was born on. Um, March 11th, 2013, four days after my wife's birthday. So like, um, my wife said to me, that's the greatest birthday gift that you've ever given me. And 
which he said like the number two greatest was our trip to Disney World a, a, a couple years ago. So, so I think I did pretty good, but I was so, so excited, uh, that as soon as, as soon as my daughter's umbilical cord was cut, they took my daughter to like a warmer, which was on the other end of the room. So like what I did was I kissed my wife on the lips and, and I told her how much I loved her and how much I, I appreciated her. And she said to me, go get your baby. Go, go see your daughter. So, so I was so excited that I nearly knocked over the, uh, the uh, tent pole that was used to cover up my wife, uh, right at like her midsection. So, which I, which I was so excited, uh, that I nearly knocked the pole over. Then, then I went over to, um, then I looked down while passing the uh, pole, and I saw my wife's insides. So, so I can say to my wife, I've seen your insides. And not many other people can say that. And that's love right there, okay? Someone that loves you so much that she is literally offering up her insides for you. That's love, okay? And at that very moment, whenever I got to go to the nursery and hold my daughter for the first time, that fear, so much of that fear, went away. And God reminded me, hey, don't let your fear and those obstacles get in the way of your faith. Because it's your faith in me that's going to get you through. And um, while holding my daughter that day, I realized everything I've gone through, the good, the bad, the, 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 the ugly, from dealing with pain pill addiction to being molested to dealing with, with a screwed up neck and spine, to dealing with learning disabilities, to just having issues in general. It doesn't matter because I'm not living for myself. I'm living for my daughter. I'm living for my son. I'm living for my wife and, and I'm living for God. And it's such a beautiful thing that I, like those moments, which which I would literally give like my left arm to relive that day all over again because it's hands down the best day of my life. Um, it's those moments and it's those days that put life into perspective on how fragile it is and how you have that broken road and, and in like those peaks and valleys that lead you to those wonderful moments and it makes you appreciate it more. Going through those three miscarriages made me appreciate my wife more. It made me appreciate my daughter more, and it made me appreciate my son more. And it made me realize, with God as the main, main being holding everything together, those three people are all that matter.
And it's those obstacles and it's those fears that will go away as long as I have that faith. And um, I hope everybody listening tonight can get something out of what I'm sharing. Because I'm being stripped down and I'm being bare and I'm being transparent. I hope you guys appreciate this. And like I said, please, if you guys want to talk about anything and be vulnerable, the things that you're dealing with, I, I, I promise you that it will stay between us and I'll do everything in my power to encourage you and to inspire you and to help you and point you in the right direction. Because... People, I'm just a vessel that God is using. And, uh, alright, I got a couple minutes left, so let, let me handle some business, okay? This is called, this is called Inspired with Christopher. This is episode number four, and, um, this podcast, this podcast can be found on, uh, Google Podcast on on Apple Podcast on Spotify on Stitcher on on Anchor. Uh, there's a bunch of podcasting outlets in which you you can find this. Please please listen to me. Please su- please download. Please subscribe because I want to get the word out and I want to start a revolution, baby, uh, of encouraging people. That is, that it's okay to get it down and dirty and to be brutally honest because, because, because only then can the healing start and the progress begins. And that progress will lead you to reaching your fullest potential in life. Okay? But you must first have God as the foundation for that. And I promise you, as crazy as it sounds, because I'm a former atheist turn youth pastor, uh, 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 alright? If you give all your worries to God, if you give all of your issues to God, you, you will not come back empty-handed. You'll be blessed. But anyways, okay. Um, and speak And speaking of blessings... Some some other people that that I would love to thank that have inspired me to do this podcast is a gentleman by the name of Vince Russo. He is one of the most misunderstood and most most underappreciated men that I have ever met. Um, he he has a wonderful show called That's Life on the Russo Brand Network. And that right there was my main inspiration for doing this show. So, please, if you would, after checking out my podcast, please check out Vince Russo, um, the uh, brand. Vince has free podcasts on uh, Google, Spotify, on uh, on um, iHeartRadio, on um a- Apple, 
but also Vince has a, uh, a podcasting network called the Realm Network. No kidding, um, I, I, which I think it's about um, eight shows a week, less than a buck a week, three ninety five a month, no long term commitment, and which it's some of the best podcasting in all of entertainment. So, with that said, as well. And Noel Lagrasso, you two are fantastic. Thank you so much for being such a positive inspiration for me. Thank you so much for being so open and being so honest and just being so fantastic. So please check out the Big Vito brand. Uh, Vito just Vito just um, started a, a Twitch page. It has a podcasting network as well. So go on like the regular podcasting outlets that that I just mentioned and you can check out Vito's programs but as always to everybody thank you so much god bless and I, and I pray that you got something out of this thank you and good night ladies and gentlemen and gentlemen and ladies whether you're driving a Pinto or driving a Mercedes have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Because I know I have. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. That's right. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? Because in order to make money, you got to spend money, as we all know. But in this case, it's even better. To answer every one of these questions, it's really simple. Anchor. That's right. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast. That's right, paid to podcast. So to everybody out there that has a dream like me, go for it with Anchor. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me, and I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, in advance, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this recent episode of Inspired with Christopher, which is called uh, Overcoming Fear and, and Obstacles with Faith. Um, this was hands down my most vulnerable show yet. Um, I have, I revealed, revealed information about my life that very, very few people know about. But I feel like God is telling me to, to strip down and be bare and go down, get dirty into the nitty gritty and to be open because there's somebody that needs to hear it or there's multiple people that need to hear it. So I definitely hope and pray that it gets to the people that need to hear it. And I just want to tell everybody, thank you once again, thank you so much because this is a passion project for me. And, um, it's just amazing the response that I've gotten so far. I definitely hope with with upcoming episodes that like this platform it continues to grow. And speaking of growing, me and my best friend Kevin Tashuti, uh he's my best friend from the Steel City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You know the city of champions, right? 
And uh, me and him, like within like the next few weeks, will be debuting a brand new show called Family, Faith, and Football, which we will be tackling issues, no pun intended, of what it's like to be best friends growing up and how things have changed uh, 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 over the years. The good, the bad, the raw, like the nitty gritty. We're going to be open and bare for you guys. And hopefully... You guys hear things from my view, but I would love for you to hear it from a different view as well. So please, with open arms, welcome my new guest host, co-host, Kevin. So uh, Kevin is going to be debuting with me soon, and um, he is a wonderful man. Uh, he's been my best friend since ninth grade. Um we started out in uh, speech class together because uh, because Kevin had a speech issue and so don't I and um, and uh, we we at first really didn't like each other but uh, we um, but uh, thanks to God putting us in that small space like like in speech class we uh, became best friends so we are going to come together on a weekly basis to speak about things like family, faith, sports, and just life in general. So please join us. I'm excited, and um, and I hope you guys are getting excited as well. So once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Inspired with Christopher. There's, there's going to be more to come. Next week, with, with Inspired... Number five, we will be having a special guest, which is my wife, my hot mama, my best friend, my partner, Priscilla. And uh, we are going to be discussing the topic of marriage, the good, the bad, the ugly, the wonderful, and how no, no marriage is perfect, and we will explain why. But... As long as you have love, and like as long as you you have God as a foundation, you can literally get through anything. So once again, thank you so much, guys. God bless you, and have a safe, blessed, and wonderful night. Thank you. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. 
Two in particular are really good shows. One is called Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did You Have a Bad Day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you, when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there.